You took the first step and quit smoking, but even former smokers may still be at risk for lung cancer. That's why SaveByTheScan.org wants you to know about a new low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early. It takes only 60 seconds and could save your life. You took the first step, now take the next. Visit SaveByTheScan.org for a simple quiz to see if you're eligible and talk to your doctor about screening. SaveByTheScan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Sherry Todd, a former DJ, now podcaster. Every week, I hope to take you on an adventure that informs, inspires, and starts conversations. I want to get honest, and I want to get to the heart of life and love. There's going to be good days, bad days, good shows, bad shows. And just like life, we have to figure it out. And I want to figure it out loud. Welcome to Sherry. Hey, welcome to another episode of Sherapy with Sherry Todd. I'm Sherry Todd. Hope uh, you had a great 4th of July. I don't know if you all saw it, but I posted on um, uh, the Facebook page that my fourth great-grandfather, which I found this very interesting, came to America and fought in the Revolutionary War um, from Ireland. So he came to Ire- from Ireland, came to America, and fought in the Revolutionary War to free America from, you know, the English rule and all that, so, you know, to, to give America freedom. He was an immigrant who helped America gain its freedom. He was even captured at one point where he, he escaped um, that night, I think it was, and... Um, so, yeah, I thought, wow, that, that's really what America is about. You know, immigrants come over here, fight for a country that, that they didn't grow up in. Um, that's really what America is about. I, I, I was kind of proud about that. Uh, he ended up dying like around, um, he was around 81, I think. He died in on, um, Illinois. But that's pretty, pretty cool, I thought. Pretty cool. I mean, Ancestry, I found this on Ancestry. I mean, the if you haven't done Ancestry yet and gotten your DNA done or your family tree or any of that stuff, you need to do it because you find so much interesting stuff. You know, it's like, you know, I, I, I could do a commercial for Ancestry. I love it so much. But, you know, my commercial would be something like, I found out that my fourth great grandfather was an immigrant from Ireland who came to America and fought in the Revolutionary War. Thanks, Ancestry. I found out that my grandfather was a lying, cheating, murderous bastard. Thanks, Ancestry. I found out that my mom was cheating on my dad, and my dad is not my dad. Thanks, Ancestry. You know, Ancestry.com. Oops. That would be my commercial. Anyway, so I've been working on, the last couple weeks, I've been working on uh, this, um, I usually write everything down to so I could try to stay on track, which, as you could tell, I'm not really doing that right now. But, um, And the subject was anger, and I was having a really hard time with it. I was had all this stuff written down, and it was just not coming together, and it was sounding, it was actually sounding kind of depressing, and I thought, this is not kind of the message I want to send out there. You know, I want to send out that there's a ways you can get through your anger if you're having any anger and be positive and and trying to make this kind of like motivational somehow, but it wasn't coming out that way. And um, I realized I think it was because I was angry. 
I was trying to write a positive message that had to do with anger, and I was angry at the time when I was writing it. By the way, it's very warm in California right now, and I'm in my studio slash bedroom, and I have the air on, so if you hear that in the background, you know, I hope it's not too distracting. Anyway, I thought, I need to kind of just delve into why I'm angry. I need to figure this, this out before I even write about anger. You know, I don't want to be one of those people that say, yes, yes, be true to your family, be true to your wife, be true to your children, and then... You go and you cheat on everybody, you know, like a lot of these, you know, evangelistic people do. And I, I didn't want to be two-faced like that. So I had to sit around and, and kind of figure out what I was angry about. And I had recently gone into an, an issue with another person that really, it really hurt me a lot. And I was having a hard time getting over it. I kind of look at anger like this. Anger is like a lost puppy. Long as you keep feeding it and giving it a lot of attention, it's not going to go anywhere. And that's how I was dealing with this anger. I was just feeding into it and, and letting it get to me and, and talking about it and getting angry over and over and over again. And I thought, wow, I need to figure out how I'm going to fix this. And I thought, you know, I'll read about it and, and figure out. You know, so I did some talking with, you know, my brother. Um, I talked to him a little bit. And um, he gave me some insight. But I, I figured out that what was going on between me and this other person, we were both angry. But I kind of figured out we were both angry, but w and it, it was probably about the same thing, but we were looking at it differently. She was angry at a different angle of it, and I was angry at another angle. It's kind of like a painting. I have a painting in our in, in our house that my cousin gave me, and it's a beautiful painting. And to me, I thought it was the New York skyline. That's what it looked like to me: New York skyline with you know lights shining in the in the water. That's what I thought it was. And another woman comes into my house, and she looks at the painting and goes, oh, that's a nice painting. Those are books, right? I'm like, books? So I looked at the painting from her perspective, and I thought, well, yeah, they could be books, just different sizes, shapes and sizes of books. Okay, a library. Okay, I get it. And I think that's how it is. We all can look at the same painting, but we'll interpret it differently. And so me and this other person are angry but we're both looking at it differently from different angles. So I decided I had to let it be, not let it go. Can't let it go. Let it go to me would be like fixing it. And to do that, I would have to have a conversation with this person and we need to have to come to a decision or an agreement or a solution. But I can't do that since we're not talking. So I decided I had to let it be. And there will soon be an answer. So I, I decided that's what I had to do. I had to let it be and try to figure out how to fix this for me. I can't fix it for this other person, but I, got, I can fix it for me. And I can figure out why I was angry, what, what triggered it. And um, I think a lot of it is just you, you think you know somebody and you trust somebody and then you... And, and, and you find out they say stuff about you. I realize now that this other person 
has some anger towards me that goes way, way back. Not about what we're both angry about at this moment, but something that goes way back, years back, that hasn't been addressed, that hasn't been fixed. Um, I don't feel that way. I mean, there was issues that happened over and over and over that I was going to discuss with her, but I never did. And I should have. I should have just... I don't like confrontation, so I should have just said, okay, we need to discuss this and fix this. But I didn't, and it just led to something else, to something else, to something else. So I think one of the things when it comes to anger is that we need to discuss it. When you're angry, you need to talk about it and not just let it sit there and fester. Because when that happens, then... It, you're going to blow up at the wrong time at the wrong person. So it's got to be something that we, we have to deal with at, at the same time. Um, I went to the Internet, and I thought, I'm going to see what the Bible says about anger. And anger, according to the Bible, is a sin. and um, But not every anger is a sin. Um the Bible approves, which I, I agree, of righteous ignitation or righteous anger, anger where it's it's a energy, a passion that you're angry at somebody doing something that that's uh, wrong, that's against, um, it's a defense of others principle, that type of thing, you know. So I can see that kind of anger being. Yes, I'm pretty sure Jesus was angry about a lot of things over things that he saw that were wrong and um, and hurtful towards people. Anger is like a warning flag, and it kind of alerts us to to things that are that um, that others are attempting to, or they're violating our boundaries in some way. Um, for me, one of the triggers is disrespect. That will disrespect. That will that disrespect will trigger me in a heartbeat. Sadly, we don't always stand up for one another, and sometimes we have to stand up for ourselves. So we need to figure out what those boundaries are ourselves. It's really important for uh, I think people um, who've been victims of abuse or violent crime or been violated in some way when we're experiencing the trauma. A lot of times we don't experience the anger until later when we're working through the trauma. The anger will come out. And I think for each victim to reach a place of true health and forgiveness, they must first accept the trauma. And then the for, the, to fully accept the trauma, the act that was unjust, one must sometimes experience the anger. And I think for me, I did that. I went through a lot of anger. and um, But it was more of a righteousness anger, I think. I was more angry if I saw people being hurt or abused in some way. If I saw somebody in a relationship where I thought, um, you know, the husband or the boyfriend was being very disrespectful or um, just an overall dick, I would usually say something because I just, I, I, it's just, when you've been through stuff like that, you just I think you don't have tolerance for it anymore. You know, I think as victims, we have to process through our anger and then come to a place of acceptance, even forgiveness, which I did. And it's often a long journey, but I think with God's help, you know, you heal and you get through it. 
and uh, but it, it's not easy. It, it's 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 very hard. And sometimes when we let the anger just sit there and stew, instead of attacking the problem, we end up attacking the wrongdoer. You know, we need to speak our truth and love, and we, we need to use our words to build others up. So when we're trying to talk to someone, we shouldn't let our destructive words come, you know, pouring out of our mouth. We need to talk with love and, and understanding. And, and that way it doesn't lead to an argument. It doesn't lead to hurtful feelings. It leads to, I think, something that that is calmly and constructively ends in a mutual decision or conclusion. My dog is also in the room, if you haven't heard her in the background there. You know, we don't want to let anger get out of control because a lot of times out of control anger, you know, a lot of times it's 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 irreparable. You know, there's nothing you can do about that. And, you know, that's why a lot of times people apologize over and over and over when it gets to that point where they end up doing things that just sometimes you just can't take it back no matter how much you say you're sorry. And you, and you can't hold a grudge and you can't keep it all inside. You know, it causes you to be depressed and little things will set you off. So, you know, we have to figure out what that under, underlying problem is. You know, so like I said, we have to build each other up and, and we have to talk with love when we're trying to fix something that, that's wrong. Unfortunately, there's people out there, you know, they, they have this poisonous speech about them and it just boils over. And, you know, you have to ask yourself if you follow people like that, if you have people in your life that are like that and you and you're like, yeah, and you're angry as they are, you need to find out why you're so angry in the first place, because anger is not anger is not the way to go. I think a Roman's 313 says their throat is an open grave they use their tongues to deceive the venom of asps is under their lips their mouth is full of curse and bitterness so yeah anger is not good and you hang around people that are angry and you become angry you got to ask yourself why 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 am i following these people that are so angry what's going on here what why am i doing that now, there's four basic rules of communication, which is important when, when you're angry. You have to communicate. You have to be honest and speak. Now, people can't read our minds, so we have to speak the truth in love. And what I mean by in love is like we, have, we can't be um, accusing people of things or bringing up the past or whatever. We need to speak in love like we truly, truly love this person and we need to stay current we can't let things that are bothering us to build up until we lose control it's important to deal with this before it hits that critical point you know you have to speak up and you have to stay current and you have to be honest and you have to attack the problem not the person along this line it's also important to remember to keep your voices low so Proverbs, a soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. So we need to be just calm when, when we're talking about the problem with the person. And we need to act and don't react. That's my problem. Like I said, disrespect is one of my triggers. So we need to, you know, our first impulse is always to, you know, attack. And we need to pull back and, you know, count to 10 and sit there and kind of remind ourselves that the energy anger provides should be used to solve problems and not create bigger ones. So don't react. 
You know, and there's times when, you know, we have to realize that there's some people in our lives that, you know, they're going to lead us to things that we shouldn't go to. They, they, they cross our boundaries and, and sometimes our anger will lead us to recognize that these people aren't good in our lives and they're unsafe for us. And uh, we can still forgive them, but it's probably better not to re-enter the relationship or end the relationship and move on because there's some people that just are bad for us. And if we have somebody in our lives that triggers our anger all the time, we need to look at why that person is doing that. And maybe it's time to move on. You know, so we need to solve what causes the problem, what triggers us to be angry. We can't control how others act or respond, but we can control how we react and how we respond. Overcoming having a temper is not an easy thing. It's not something that's going to happen overnight, but through prayer, you know, Bible study, through therapy, we can overcome it. You know, we all get angry. It's normal. It's normal part of everybody's lives. You know, there's a lot of stress in our lives nowadays and uh, a lot of responsibility, a lot of pressure. And, you know, we need to find ways to get rid of that anger and get rid of that stress and react in love. And, and it, it's not easy to do, but it's something that we have to try to do. And um, you can't let anger overcome the love that you have for the person that you may be angry with. So, so I'm having a little contest right now. And all I need you to do, you can win a free Revolution t-shirt. It's a Love Revolution t-shirt. It's pretty cool. And I'm giving them away free for the comment of the week. So all you have to do is go to... Apple Podcast or Google Podcast, wherever you listen to this podcast, and leave a comment. That's all you got to do, and we'll pick out the comment of the week, and you'll get a free t-shirt. Simple as that. We may give out more than one, but right now it's one uh, while supplies last. So do it. It'll be fun. You know, just leave a comment. You know, working on a website, uh, that's going to be coming up pretty soon, so a lot of good stuff for coming on, and um and if you have some ideas or topics you'd like me to talk about, send them my way. I'll be more than happy to uh, address them if it's something that I feel that I can add something to. It can be inspiring. And also my birthday's coming up. Yay for me. <laughs> and um, I do have a, a donation thing on my Facebook page for um, to donate to Alzheimer's Association. And you can go there and donate if you so desire. So again, thank you for listening to another episode of Sherapy. And if you're moved by this episode in some way, please share it or leave a comment, a rating, or leave a voice message. I really love to hear your thoughts or stories. You can find a link in the episode description or in the bios of my Sherapy with Sherry Todd Facebook or Instagram pages. I really, really do appreciate your support. And until next time, always remember to embrace your voice. See ya, bye. You can find Sherapy with Sherry Todd in your iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, or other favorite podcast apps. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode.